0: Can you help us become more agile, like introduce some Kanban boards? My next guest, Dejan Popovic, gets this question often from companies who are digitizing. He says many companies associate digitalization with introducing frameworks and tools but completely neglect the human side of the coin. In fact, 80% is about reaching consensus on the problem to be solved and developing mindsets while only 20% is actually about implementing the tools.
1: What's the meaning of digitalization? What's the meaning of innovation? Um, Have people in your organization the same meaning and understanding about innovation and agile?
0: So, in this conversation, we discuss everything but Kanban boards. We discuss how we can leverage our humanness for change and innovation, and we dive into the importance of a strong consensus on the problem to be solved and what gets in the way of developing a strong why. He shares why mindset is the second most important aspect during change and what tools you can use to develop systemic growth mindset. And finally, he explains how to leverage our emotions to create the future in workshop settings, but also in daily work activities where we struggle with back-to-back meetings and face complexity that bring up insecurity, fear, or frustration. Deon's a founder, activist, thought leader, and lecturer at Zurich University of Applied Sciences. With a corporate background as Head of Marketing and Communication or Chief Branding Officer, he escaped its rigid environment to create his own consulting company called Brand Culture. He works with companies such as Rivella AG, Immobilienstadt Zürich, or Ama Corporate Services on future modeling, future work design, and culture change during digital transformation. I truly love this recording because it reminds us on how to include our humanness into change processes in order to have fun with it and grow. I really hope you enjoy this episode as much as I did. This is Helena, host of Where Boundaries to Solve, a podcast that highlights inspiring change agents that have had a strong impact in the companies that they work for or in society.
2: So to get our audience up to speed, would you mind giving us a short introduction and explaining to us what your current role is and how you got here?
1: Okay, great. Uh, Thank you for this uh, magic uh, opportunity. I'm an activist, founder. Mm-hmm.
2: Clearly.
1: Uh, <laughs> yes, salt leader, yeah. playmaker. Yes. Um, in and the past, I was a deputy head of marketing and uh, communication,
3: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, I was responsible for all the brand stuff, media strategy, and culture topics as well. Yes.
3: Yeah. Okay. And
1: well, then um, I changed to an incubator. Mm-hmm. to help uh, startups uh, to get the things done, yeah. to help them um, with branding, mm-hmm. with culture. Well, in fact, there, there are not, not really uh, culture projects.
3: Yeah, I can because imagine.
1: Because culture mm-hmm. is, is a result of yeah. a lot of small things that happen in an organization. Uh, the idea, the mindset uh, mm-hmm. the ideology, mm-hmm. um, well, the imagination
3: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: they have, but uh, if you grow mm-hmm. um, there's a lot of things to mm. do what
2: are what are the 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 biggest difficulties for startup when they grow in terms of culture
1: not to fall to the old pyramid structure
2: what does that
3: mean
1: the the typical hierarchy, like like in the army in general and mm-hmm. then uh Captains, oh, wow. the, the the whole stuff at the yeah. end, the employees, yeah.
2: very hierarchical structures. So they still hold on to their ideas, and they're like they grow, and they still want to hold on and be the people who say that how things work.
1: Correct, correct.
2: Yeah. So anyway, you were saying you were an incubator, and then <laughs>
1: I got back um, to my to my to my old position. Yeah. I saw that uh, that's not the thing for me.
3: My mindset
1: changed completely. Yeah. I like quit after. Quitting, it was like wow, boosting power, boosting energy uh, mm-hmm. for new things.
3: Yeah.
1: And well, uh, first there was an idea of a blog, but what yeah. was, was not a good idea because it was so. The blog was about uh, crime on brands mm-hmm. and employees. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I thought it'd be better mm-hmm. to start my own business mm-hmm. to to get in this consulting thing mm-hmm. and help enable mm-hmm. organizations to be better. It was for me a, as well a process. I shape mm-hmm. brand culture mm-hmm. to special topics. Mm-hmm. The one was uh, vision in organizational fitness. The, the third thing was self-effectiveness. The, the fourth thing, uh, future thinking.
2: Yeah, future thinking.
1: Correct. Innovation, vision, there are about five till seven years. Mm-hmm. And uh, future thinking is to get organizations uh, in a time 10 years, 15 years which new possible reality mm-hmm. um, is important for us.
2: I can imagine it's quite difficult if you're a mid-sized company and you're very operative. Mm-hmm.
1: So, mm-hmm. You have to um, pick up out the people from their daily business mm-hmm. and uh, not on, only the, the, the founder.
3: Yeah.
1: You have to uh, pick out the whole staff yeah. that they work together yeah. um, for the things.
2: And what was your yeah, what do you want to achieve when you said, Okay, I'm gonna become uh, independent? What was your what was your mission?
1: Well, it's allowed to think big. First step to make working better, the whole organization, enable them to adapt yeah. new methodologies, new yeah. thinking, to be open, exactly. to have an agile attitude. And
2: what is your in your terminology an agile
3: mindset?
1: Well, it's not to, to, to handle the complexity. Mm -hmm. It's to live with complexity, Mm -hmm. to be open Mm -hmm. and uh, say hello to new things.
2: I find that uh, extremely demanding to people who've been uh, just given the circumstances, lived a life where, you know, everything was very set. This is how the, you know, you work in a certain job for X amount of years. In this job, it's very clear what you do. You do X, Y, Z, and now suddenly it's like, don't know what you're doing tomorrow (laughs) and they're like what (laughs) i mean we were talking about uh, the different colors that apply to different Mm -hmm. people and can make change in different situations i don't know what is that called exactly that model Um, spiral dynamics i mean for the people in the blue area that must be just
1: (laughs) yeah for them it's very difficult because they are very straight they need security they have to be safe um, and the, the, the whole mm-hmm. co-creative and mm-hmm. uh, agile worker uh, mm-hmm. story, that's very, very hard for them. And you have to give them the security mm-hmm. for, for a good feeling.
2: And what are the, the typical challenges that these companies face with digitalizations? What are the pain points that they come to you with? It's very easy. Yeah.
1: It's always the same problem. Mindset. They say, hey, Dejan, could we be a little bit agile? Mm-hmm. What, what, what Agile means for you? Well, you know, the methodology uh, with some Kanban boards and uh, Agile tools. And okay, what about the mindset? What do you mean with mindset? What's the meaning of Agile for you? What's the meaning of digitalization? What's mm-hmm. the meaning of innovation? Mm-hmm. Um, have people in your organization the same meaning and understanding about innovation mm-hmm. and Agile? Mm-hmm. So 80%
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Of of such a project mm-hmm. is always to set the mind, the same mindset for everyone. Yeah, and the methodology, twenty percent. Yeah, that's the easiest thing.
2: That's so funny because that is very true. I was talking; we had like a team meeting between two different teams, and they were trying to get us to adapt an, an agile working mode. But I mean, what is what does that mean exactly? And I also, I was like, I think they want. I mean, do they mean Scrum? Do they actually mean like you know what do they mean and and it's really a question of what, what problem are we trying to solve together? Uh-huh. What do you, What is, what is the, the end means, the goal that we're uh-huh. trying to reach? So how do you go about creating clarity with these with these big terms?
1: That's a difficult thing yeah. because uh, you have uh, to explain them, to enable them and to put them in, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a mindset that we have first yeah. share and get clearness about, mm-hmm. about these this, this, this buzzwords. If I say, okay, hello, what do you understand about innovation? Mm-hmm. It will be different from mm-hmm. my understanding of innovation. We don't have this clearness. Mm-hmm. You will always talk about A and I will always talk about B.
2: And you don't face ever the, I want to say, hesitation where like, what are we talking about this so long? Like, why don't we start to work?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's another proof. It is because, uh, okay, can we start? Can we start? No, you can't. Yeah. You have to get clearness. Before we start, you have have to choose the right tool to enable them and that they understand Mm -hmm. what they have to do. You have always to deal with them and work on, 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 on four quadrants. Okay the quadrant is um, so the inner work <laughs> yeah and uh, how uh, how it looks outside mm-hmm. and then uh, you have uh, the individual self mm-hmm. and then the parts together the us
2: okay so that but the inner work is not the individual individual
1: uh, not only you have the okay. individual in mm-hmm. the inner work okay. and uh, the us uh, as well um, uh, and uh, yeah. for example if you do then uh, scrum, Mm-hmm. And we change something in this, in this, in, in the process, and in in in, in our doing. And uh, well, that's only a part.
3: Yeah. But
1: yeah. Um, we talk about the different color and mm-hmm. the different people, mm-hmm. and um, it it don't looks very very nice if you say, okay, let's do it Scrum. But mm-hmm. what is Scrum doing? To me. To me. Mm-hmm. To yeah. us. It's very important to get the same mindset about that. Mm-hmm.
2: So. You're a member, and, and now we're going to talk about these tools to, mm-hmm. to apply to different situations, I guess, to get people to, to change their mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're a member of the biggest um, network, Swiss-Austrian network for Lego Serious Play. Yeah. And a certified <laughs> trainer and facilitator. So can you uh, explain to us what is uh, Lego Serious Play?
1: Uh, Lego Serious Play is a methodology about playfulness, not gamification. Yeah. Um, fun, purpose, excitement. It's a metaphor. Okay. The Lego model is yeah. a metaphor for what? For all my ideas, mm-hmm. thoughts, mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, storytelling, I see in my model I built. That's a plus mm-hmm. because uh, it's not personal. You transform your ideas in this model, in this metaphor, and so it's it's easy to talk about.
2: So you make yourself, in a sense, also less vulnerable. Uh huh. Or you can translate correct. the vulnerability into something correct, yeah, that you can talk about more easily.
1: That's correct. Oh, okay, And you will we'll hear the voices yeah. in your organizations. Yeah. They're yes. always quiet. Mm-hmm. So everyone has a voice. Everyone mm-hmm. can say something to his model mm-hmm. and uh, give his or her idea. Mm-hmm. And another thing is uh, it's thinking, it's building, it's storytelling, reflecting, mm-hmm. changing that that's like a serious plan (laughs) (laughs) serious
2: so it basically combines a multitude of ways that humans communicate Mm -hmm. and allows us to express wholeheartedly fully what we actually feel about a certain situation that's correct and when do when when are these particularly useful serious
1: for everything (laughs) really yes for everything it doesn't matter it could be wish Okay. It could be uh, product development. Yeah. It could be strategy. Yeah. It could be uh, team building, team development, recruiting. Okay. Check-ins. Yeah. Everything. Last week I was in Berlin. Yeah. And well, uh, I need some fun in the plane. Yeah. And <laughs> I always have have Lego with me. Yeah.
3: yeah.
1: <laughs> and uh, I built uh, on a question. Yeah. Um, how will the future of flying be it doesn't matter you can yeah. build everything with lego
2: and so the key, the question because i had a question on why is it so effective and it seems like everyone is hyping it and why is it loved so i guess it's really the, the fun factor that mm-hmm. people have I mean, I guess creativity is heightened and increased if you're having fun at doing something.
1: Mm -hmm, Correct.
2: And um, the way it allows us to communicate in different ways also allows us to, I guess, easily answer difficult questions because it uses metaphors as to this is where and makes it more relatable to Mm -hmm. people. Like they can understand it better. I
1: guess you see the unseen. You build something. Um, you have the storytelling. Um, you explain it with your hands, with your fingers. The authors looks on your model, and sometimes you forget to explain something. They will ask you, "Hey,
3: why is it red?
1: Why is it red? And yeah. Why do you build it here?" Yeah. And then you said, "Ah, okay, yeah, because it's 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 an hard thing yeah.
3: for me yeah.
1: uh, as an example, or okay, oh, sorry, I forget it. Um, it's it's very important. It's like, hey." We um we have really looked on this thing.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why it's like signaling red, for example. Genau. Correct. Ah. It's correct.
1: It's open your mind, open the ideas, mm-hmm. and then um, get everything together.
2: Yeah. So if I'm a CEO of a company mm-hmm. and I have no clue of Lego Serious Play, I, I came across the blog and I'm just like, oh, that sounds something that like something we could use. Mm-hmm. How can I start? Applying this.
1: <laughs> Call Dea. <them. laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs> but if no. I, yeah.
1: Okay. Um, well, it's very important to, to, to find a certified facilitator for the Lego Series Play. Okay, how come? You use Lego as well in the design thinking process, but mm. uh, Lego is there, a prototyping yeah. thing. Yeah. And uh, Lego Series play is a little bit different because you mm. have a process. Okay. And you follow this process with, with questions with, uh, with building with mm-hmm. uh, reflecting mm-hmm. adapting uh, and change things on the mold
2: yeah you're and, moderating uh, the workshop
1: correct yeah and uh, you have uh, well you you hold this, 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 uh, this energy in the room and mm-hmm. you are listening and mm-hmm. you, you are guiding facilitating and and, and help uh, mm-hmm. the audience to, to mm-hmm. come to a result. If you say okay, let's do some Lego things, then it's more. Yeah. Uh, let us play Lego yeah. together, and no it's, it's more. No outcome. I will uh, really create um, four or five questions on the topic yeah. um, that uh, that that the that the audience uh, build first their own models, yeah. and then uh, they will share the model to yeah. one model and uh, well uh, we call it agents but they have influence on on your shared model on your ecosystem then uh, you play scenarios after that you get all the essence then the 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 classic uh, action list yeah for the blue ones
2: the ones who need uh, a certain amount of structure afterwards
1: Um, if an organization is completely in this classic pyramid hierarchy they can do uh, some innovation uh, workshops uh, that help them to get new ideas. Mm-hmm. The other thing is uh, okay when they want to change mm-hmm. the, the the business model. That that's, uh, that's uh, Lego could be a possibility. Mm-hmm. That you have first uh, analyze what kind of people you have.
2: That's where it of really helps.
1: Correct. Yeah. Correct because. Uh, spiral dynamics, uh, as we mentioned, uh, mm-hmm. if you have uh, a lot of, of blue ones and mm-hmm. red ones, mm-hmm. you cannot go green or yellow. Mm-hmm. You have to go step for step mm-hmm. to change the whole organization. Mm-hmm. And uh, Lego could be the tool, a methodology to help them mm-hmm. to see what's very important, what we have to do first, mm-hmm. um, such things. Yes. Mm-hmm.
2: Can you explain shortly what uh, spiral dynamics is, for the in case someone doesn't know. <laughs>
1: Well, okay. Uh, Spiral Dynamics, um, that's a methodology to analyze what kind of people mm-hmm. you have uh, in, 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 in your company. You start um, with the bash one. Yeah. Um, that's so, uh, the first step to survive <laughs> yeah, okay. um, in, in, uh, in the idea. And then you have the, the, uh, the, the, the violet ones. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there are a lot of ritual things, culture things uh, inside there. Then the red ones mm-hmm. with command and control.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, you have the blue ones, they need uh, uh, security to be safe. Uh, mm-hmm. Typical people, blue people working in, in, in controlling. Mm-hmm. Then you have the orange one. Mm-hmm. Orange one or uh, for example, well, no, it's our time, the orange one. Okay. So uh, um, result oriented, mm-hmm. um, cash flow oriented return on investment uh, mm-hmm. orientated and mm-hmm. uh, the green ones uh, they are so okay going so um, for new work mm-hmm. topics
3: mm-hmm.
1: and stuff like this and then you have the yellow ones mm-hmm. and uh, the idea is not okay we need 10 people blue people uh, or 10 orange people uh, every individual mm-hmm. bounce
3: mm-hmm.
1: um, to be sometimes red, be sometimes blue, be sometimes orange or yellow.
2: Yeah, depending on the context.
1: Correct. And it helps to develop the company. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: If you know where, what kind of, as a leader and also as an individual, if you know what color you tap into, depending on the context. Correct. Yeah. So you speak of organizational fitness.
3: Mm
1: -hmm.
2: Can you explain to us what you mean?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, uh, okay. In my context, Mm -hmm. organizational fitness, uh, it's uh, about Darwin, survival of the fittest. Mm
2: -hmm. You know, for a long time, side note, I thought that that meant that uh, the strongest survive.
1: Yes, that's typical. But I completely misunderstood that It's a problem of uh, translation from uh, English in, in, in German.
2: Yeah, maybe it's that. To elaborate in terms of, uh, or get, translate that into the, to the corporate world, what does that mean?
1: That means uh, that uh, the, the corporate world shouldn't be stiff. Mm-hmm. Let's be open, mm-hmm. have an agile attitude, mm-hmm. and uh, all the new things, the future things that are coming up mm-hmm. uh, in, 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 in our social life, in, in business life, mm-hmm. um, to adapt it, to, to say hello and not say, oh, dangerous, dangerous. Mm -hmm. We did it 100 years, and it's fine, and we do it the next 100 years. If you do it, your stuff, the next 100 years, and you do not adapt, goodbye. Mm
2: -hmm. And you think, because now I don't know. Maybe maybe you can. It, maybe this is a thought your your customers have as well. But if the thinking goes along, well, we've done something for a hundred years. Now we need to change. Mm-hmm. So we change, and then we'll probably find a solution that'll work for the next hundred years again. Mm-hmm. Which is probably not the case, right? With digitalization, we're constantly changing. Mm-hmm. Is is that something that is? Um, a, an assumption that is out there or are people very much aware that with digitalization things will constantly be changing
1: Hmm. well I think there is a misunderstanding about digitalization okay and uh, because digitalization you cannot stop it yeah it's it's here it's uh, will support us Um, it's only saying okay how can we use it uh, in a, in a, in a good way, mm-hmm. and uh, digitalization uh, will help us mm-hmm. to do things better or uh, on another way. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it's more to enable the people to understand that digitalization mm-hmm. is nothing dangerous, yeah. and you cannot stop it.
2: Yeah, it's I a think part of our yeah. life. Yeah, definitely and I think where the disconnect is maybe rationally understanding what digitalization is about but then emotionally not being on that same wavelength Mm
3: -hmm.
2: I guess well
1: Mm -hmm. I think you have uh, a very important thing is that you in in, in all organizations well in all in the whole social life uh, to explain that the digitalization is is not dangerous and uh, that you should help and enable Mm -hmm. people Mm -hmm. to understand Mm -hmm. digitalization, Mm -hmm. what it is. Mm -hmm. And not what it will do with us. Mm -hmm. It's like get together, uh, digitalization and human.
2: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Looping back to organizational fitness, how can companies improve their fitness?
1: The first thing, be open. Get the things done. Mm-hmm. Do not talk only about things. Uh, well, involving employees.
3: Yeah. yeah, it's not
1: something about uh, only doing top down. Yeah, uh, it's not only a thing doing bottom up. Yeah, it's doing together. Yeah, it's all about that. Really doing together because if the employees uh, understand what it what's going up, mm-hmm. what they have to do, mm-hmm. it's much easier.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. think we're going into the next topic. Okay. <laughs> One aspect of uh, digitalization is creating a structure that can handle the ambiguity by growing our ability to problem solve complex problems with, for example, tools such as uh, Lego Serious Play. Mm-hmm. But the other aspect is really now we're tapping into the human more, I want to say, is creating an environment and culture that is able to deal with uncertainty. So you talked about this, you know, being open, having the mindset for mm-hmm. it where people are actually emotional, emotionally resilient, and they can handle the uncertainty. So you believe that work can feel lighter, fun, but yet um, is conducted in an environment where people are responsible, efficient, and entrepreneurial. So I guess these are the types of behavior to have an organizationally fit company
3: mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so can you elaborate on this thought of um, on this thought that I that I was saying regarding the emotional resilience um, in us in, in uncertain times
1: yes um, empathy um, is very important uh, you have to get the, 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 uh, the, the whole staff the whole organization um, in, in, in to this mm-hmm. and to help them to enable them um, that uh, the, the empathy um, gets and an focus mm-hmm. in the organization
2: so how do you focus that in an organization with
1: with very very small steps first step is in all meetings yeah to do and check in
2: that's interesting because okay because every time I talk I, I write certain blog posts I'm building this podcast I'm also For every podcast episode, I write uh, about the insights that I find. And Mm -hmm. in some shape or form, empathy is always part of Mm -hmm. that equation. So I really like the fact that you're saying we need to somehow bring this empathy into the organization. Mm -hmm. And interesting also that you say we need to have check-ins and meetings. Mm -hmm. Now, I've been part of meetings that don't have Mm check-ins maybe more informal check-ins, where people just kind of um, informally talk together, to mm-hmm. talk about, I don't know, the weather and what's going on, and because sometimes we work in different co- um, countries as well. And then there's uh, formal check-ins, where there's actually a moderator, and like, okay, how's everyone doing? On a scale from, you know, 0 to 10, where would you rate yourself? And then you kind of have a, oh, you're on a 7, why are you on a 7? Or, oh, you're on a 3, what happened? And then you have a like a little informal discourse. What are the observations you make at uh, at customers? Is is this a good behavior, or what is an outstanding behavior, and what is a really bad behavior <laughs> in
1: okay. terms of check-ins? Well, um, it's it's well, I like check-ins, and uh, I'm really on these check-ins. Yeah. I never do a meeting or a workshop without. Yeah. And okay, but
2: they're really for workshops. They're not for every single meeting.
1: For every single meeting. Really, really okay really. because if you go to the corporates, they come from the last meeting, hurry up, <laughs> go in and in, in, yes. in their mind, there are still yeah. on the last two meetings, yeah they were yeah so it's it's, it's not it's, it's, it's not a good feeling mm-hmm. to go in a meeting uh, yeah. this way. Because yeah. your mind is completely uh, not here, not focused, yeah. and the check-ins give you the possibility to check in, yeah. to get to the topic, mm-hmm. to to say to to stop thinking about the last two meetings.
3: Yeah.
1: And um, if you um, the, the 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 other meetings are behind you, yeah, you can be focused and you are more effective. Yeah. In this meeting, and it's yeah. it's. Um, it's um, uh, about uh, knowing um, what other things. Somebody from the controlling, a blue one <laughs> uh, is in this meeting and you are uh, maybe from the marketing yeah. and uh, more on the on the on the green and uh, yellow side, mm-hmm. um, you will never understand them and they will not understand you. Mm-hmm. Because uh, okay, let's start the meeting. Let's this uh, uh, agenda uh, go through it, and okay, we have uh, forty-five minutes. Let's go. Um, that's 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 not an an friendly environment um, mm-hmm. to be effective. But if somebody from the controlling asks, "Hey, um, how is life today? Mm-hmm. Um, what do you expect from this meeting?"
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, everybody get the same the, the same feeling about the meetings and I know, hey, okay, Helena, I'm um, uh, expecting uh, to get things done and that, he, that she can work on the next topic
3: mm-hmm.
1: and the next action
3: mm-hmm.
1: and it's more effective. Mm-hmm. And I know, ah, okay, um, <laughs> um, John, mm-hmm. as possible, um, from controlling knows, ah, okay, mm-hmm. Helena, will have actions and topics, mm-hmm. so that's fine for me. I feel mm-hmm. good, mm-hmm. but I know after this, uh, this, this mm-hmm. meeting, mm-hmm. we'll have actions, mm-hmm. it gives me security. Mm-hmm. And it's not an, uh, let me say, <laughs>
3: mm-hmm.
1: a marketing blah, blah.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I understand.
1: It's more about understanding what's going on to have the same uh, understanding about the whole process. Mm-hmm. That so, helps.
2: Someone who doesn't apply, doesn't do any check-ins, mm-hmm. the first step would just be to ask people how their day is mm-hmm. going.
1: Let's do check-ins. Yeah. Three months. Mm-hmm. And look what how things
3: change.
2: Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. What's another another small step that you would apply to bring in empathy into the organization?
1: Um, first, if they all come in the morning, 8 o'clock, mm-hmm. let's do a break.
2: Oh, yeah. The first thing?
1: The first thing, let's do a break.
2: Yeah, that's quite.
1: Get drink coffee together, tea, yeah. juice. Uh, let's talk about uh, not the work. Yeah. Uh, more um, personal things mm-hmm. um, to get in the morning. Let's goof in the morning.
2: I personally have that on Mondays where we have a team check in.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And it kind of stresses me out because I feel like, oh, I'm already. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and behind my schedule in a sense Mm -hmm. and so I don't know I'd have to it just makes me nervous that I have a a more a late start to to prepare my -hmm. day like the outcomes and everything
1: yeah okay uh I understood that yeah Uh, but if you if you plan your day yeah you can plan yeah 30 minutes yeah that's And 30 minutes um on the whole week yeah on the whole day it's nothing
2: yeah yeah. that's
1: true and uh well (laughs) the system will not go down. There will not be a lockdown.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's true. It's, 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 it's really something mm-hmm. that happened in our mind. Yeah. And that's an that's an orange thing.
3: Yeah. To
1: get results. To be on time. Um, let's do it.
3: Yeah.
1: But the world will still be alive yeah. 30 minutes later as well. Yeah. That's Nothing something. will change. Oh, well, everything will be good.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I get stuck on the orange i guess quite a bit <laughs> i'm like what's going on why are we yeah. talking about this uh, stuff that is irrelevant to mm-hmm. work <laughs> but yeah catching myself okay and what are other steps in bringing empathy into so you uh, foster the relationships uh, mm-hmm. on the team mm-hmm. with these uh, daily check-ins i mm-hmm. guess now that we're working virtually more and more it's mm-hmm. more organization uh, organizing virtual coffees and mm-hmm. having these check-ins, um, the other ones having the meeting check-ins. What are other things that you suggest for mindful work, working environments?
1: Um, it's more doing with the hands. Not only huh. to be virtual and digital, okay. in the whole digital life, yeah. because the human needs work with hands.
2: Okay. Yeah. And what does that mean?
1: Grateful workshops. Yeah. Um with this with whole different uh, methodologies, uh tools, um works with this with with uh with templates, big templates, work with post-its, uh, work with Lego, mm-hmm. um things like that. And How the,
2: come? Why is that the case?
1: Because we are not done to sit mm-hmm. and look on the screen. Mm-hmm. So biological the, the, correct and uh um, that's fine. Yeah. That's effective. Okay.
3: Yeah.
1: Uh, but, uh, well, we can only concentrate 20 minutes. Yeah. And if you yeah. do something playful mm-hmm. with fun mm-hmm. and working with hands, mm-hmm. with, 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 um, with the eyes and create, yeah. um, that's more effective.
2: I mean, I always thought it was the human aspect. that mm-hmm. if you're in workshops and you're working with, with people,
1: mm-hmm.
2: time flies. Mm-hmm. But I thought that was more because I was interacting with people.
1: Mm-hmm. Another plus, you are sharing ideas mm-hmm. with the others. The best way would be if you have from the whole company mm-hmm. um, employees, they, they help and create uh, and and in this workshop. So you get every different perspective uh, from your company.
2: Mm-hmm. And how do you get um, C-level to take this seriously, the topic of empathy? What I experience is the, you know, the soft um, factors are uh-huh. just like, yeah, yeah you know, touchy feely, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It's a little bit. Um, if you have, say you want to have a check-in, it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, okay, you know, is this really like? Let's let's talk about the real stuff, you know figures. Yeah, exactly. Let's get, you know, what's relevant. We all know what's really important to this company, you know, mm-hmm. in a sense. Um, so how would you get people to take the this topic seriously and to prove that it's effective?
1: You have really, really, really to, to translate it to figures. Well, C-level, uh, not everyone, but a uh, very important factor are the figures. Yeah. yeah. They need figures, Mm -hmm. they talk in figures. You have to translate and find a way that you get, for example, return on investment, Mm -hmm. return on marketing Mm -hmm. investment and return on culture investment Mm -hmm. to show them, uh, hey, um, if you do that, the Mm -hmm. figures go up Mm -hmm. and uh, you have motivated people and uh, it's not always about money. Mm -hmm. They they have a deeper purpose uh, to wake up in the morning and come to work. And, and uh, they do it uh, with fun, mm-hmm. with with with, with, uh, with some purpose behind it, and uh, um, oh, okay, let's say with, with empathy and love.
2: Mm-hmm. It. So, how do you measure uh, cultural investments?
1: Very very nice question. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's very difficult. Um, you have first you have to give uh, the to enable. Organization, um, mm-hmm. for example, with, with, with writing questions, mm-hmm. as, uh, that uh, every employee um, can can check yeah. if he's doing uh, the culture things right, for example,
3: mm-hmm.
1: and mm-hmm. Uh, that you can measure mm-hmm. and ask, hey, are we doing? Are we really innovating? Mm-hmm. Are we involving all?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, do you know some, uh, everything about strategy?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Where you um, hmm. um, participate? To develop the strategy and mm-hmm. um, such things.
2: Mm-hmm. I thought I was thinking more um, like uh, re- employee retention, employee satisfaction rates.
1: You can You can do that. Yeah. And uh, um, and implement that, that in the dashboard with the figures uh, mm-hmm. for the C level. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: But then the more quantitative. Um, mm-hmm. Information mm-hmm. with more mm-hmm. information but that comes from those
1: questions mm-hmm. that you just mentioned. No, yeah, you write you write on that um, mm-hmm. uh, as I mentioned. Mm-hmm. It's very important to give the employee a mm-hmm. tool mm-hmm. that they can check
3: mm-hmm. if
1: I'm on the right way, mm-hmm. if I'm doing this way, the other way, or the, the other other way.
3: Yeah, yeah.
1: Because <laughs> if you if you if you do this this uh, uh, asking this 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 rate control about uh, about employees. If they don't know
3: mm-hmm.
1: and they not can improve are they on the right way mm-hmm. we'll always get deep figures deep percent on uh, engagement of the employees mm-hmm. you have to give them and enable them as a tool mm-hmm.
3: to do it
2: mm-hmm. okay so i guess the next questions you basically uh, answered already the first step in changing company culture to become more mindful i guess it's the small steps that Mm -hmm. you mentioned that's those are easy to implement um and then the lasting change how can you ensure lasting change do you have any thoughts on that or is it just continuous turning those small steps into habits
1: (laughs) well small steps Small habits, mm-hmm. and uh, it's very important uh, as well to, to prove the leadership, how, how or the philosophy of the leadership. Mm-hmm. And well, uh, as every new mm-hmm. uh, organizations as well have a past. Mm-hmm. You have to see uh, what was the culture maybe for 15, 20, 20 years, and to see, ah, okay, mm-hmm. that's why they're uh, actually um, leading like this or the culture is like this. Mm-hmm. And then really to say, okay, let's go this way. Mm-hmm. And uh, how we can we help the red ones and the blue ones, can okay. be okay. orange or, or, or green, or go uh, in, a, in a yellow part um, of uh, organization Be mm-hmm. And it's more to connect them yeah. and to sync, um, synchronize these mm-hmm. different culture, mm-hmm. small cultures mm-hmm. uh, from the blue ones, red ones, orange ones, Mm-hmm. That you have the same uh, understanding, the same vision mm-hmm. and uh, mission um, to do it. The Other thing is, it's not done in six months.
3: Yeah, that's, yeah.
1: Let <laughs> us say three till five years.
3: Yeah, to get really. The,
1: to get really a new culture completely. Yeah. There will be a change in 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 generation of of, of leadership. Uh, mm-hmm. That's really a long term. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not in, in sprint, it's mm-hmm. really a medicine.
2: Mm-hmm. Definitely. I didn't realize I was so impatient. <laughs> I was like, when, is, when are things going to change? We've already changed so much. Mm-hmm. I mean, at Siemens where I work. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes you're like, what? Why is this still going on? <laughs>
3: yeah, <need laughs> but time.
2: Then, yeah, it takes time. That's true. So one question I'd like to ask everyone mm-hmm. is what advice would you give your younger self um, starting off your career?
1: It's everything fine.
2: Yeah. Everyone says that. Trust, also, trust,
1: yeah. trust in yourself. Yeah. Trust in the time.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Trust uh, in the future. Yeah. Be open.
3: Yeah. Fall down. Ah, yeah. <laughs> Get up. Yeah.
1: And do the thing right.
3: Yeah.
1: Learn, learn, learn.
2: Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> Very insightful. Danke you Sehr for more inspiring interviews make sure to subscribe on apple Podcasts or spotify or wherever you get your podcast don't forget to rate and review me i'd love to receive your feedback as well so do comment and feel free to send me uh your requests about who you'd like me to interview next you can find me on instagram at where boundaries to solve or just drop me a message on linkedin i'm really looking forward to hearing from you This is Helena, and you've been listening to We're Boundaries to Solve.